0: KXNO Des Moines. The PSAs you hear on Miller and Condon and iHeart Media Des Moines are presented in part by Nick Mick. We take care of our own. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Live from the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Studios. This is 1460 KXNO. 24-hour sports anywhere in the world on iHeartRadio. This is 1460 KXNO.
1: All right, welcome back, Miller and Condon. Well, five minutes after the hour 11, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460, KXNO. If you haven't already done so and you want to win tickets to watch the Boilers and the Hawkeyes a week from Saturday, Kinnick Stadium, section 211 is where these seats are. They're right near the corner of the end zone. Um, you can go to kxno.com, click the contest tab, and then uh, we're going to ask you to give us the total points. Scored by both Penn State and Iowa this weekend. If you're closest without going over, you'll get two tickets to see Purdue and Iowa homecoming uh, at Kinnick Stadium. So, I I spoke to Doc Fuller yesterday. He wants to do something with, he wants to continue this, right? Yeah, yeah. He wants to do it in basketball season. Oh, all right. So I said, yeah, that's a good idea. But let's do this. Let's make sure whether it's a Saturday or a Sunday game. Sure, sure. Because Tuesday night kind of difficult. Yeah. Have you looked at the schedule? I have there's no Saturday games until march the or February the fifth big Ten. we're talking about big Ten.
2: didn't Iowa have this problem in basketball a few years back where they played every time on Sunday when they were at home? Yes, and they said yes, good, point. never again will this happen well. What do they got? Two two Saturday games. Uh,
1: Let me give you the schedule. Now they have the The, Friday. They've got back to back Fridays,
2: and you know I thought about those. Those were good, but it's still they're
1: they're good this year too. It's uh, let me give you the schedule. Uh, uh, Friday, January the 10th, they will host Maryland. Okay. A week later, Michigan, who was also Friday last year, weren't they? Was it Michigan or Michigan State on the Friday? I think it was Michigan. Okay. But regardless, so those are two Fridays. We're still looking for our first Saturday Sunday game. Okay. Sunday, the second of February, Illinois. In, All right. in uh, Nebraska. The following week is Saturday game, five o'clock at Carver. So we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna put that one in the mix. Then Minnesota. No, it's not. That game is on the road. The last one is Penn State on the. Oh, it's a leap year this year. On the 29th of February. So three weekend games, three Saturday Sunday mm-hmm. games. Three three. Out of if the you don't count
2: Friday as a weekend game. We, and I probably
1: technically should, it but does. you know, getting off work at 5 yep. and making your way there. I it's thought, different
2: here as opposed to the corridor. Absolutely. When you can get there in 20 minutes or a half hour here. Best case scenario, you live in Altoona and you can get there in maybe 135. Mm, and that's yeah. not even counting getting parking and everything else to get into Carver. That's also kind of snow's blowing across I eighty
1: and that's gonna slow you down a little bit. So anyway speaking
2: of that this weekend. did you see the forecast? Oh we got those Dakotas are sending some crap our way. And
1: you know where it's going after it goes through the Dakotas. Trent I I looked at I have no idea. I guess I didn't know any better growing up in Winnipeg right as a kid. It's It's gonna snow for five straight days. In Winnipeg? In Winnipeg. And and it's the tenth of October tomorrow. (laughs) I mean it's nuts. What a place. It's it's Thanksgiving on Monday up there, too, so they'll be snowed in. What? Yeah, it's Thanksgiving.
2: Oh, yeah. I think we go through Canadian this every October. You tell me this, and I'm baffled by it every it's, single uh, time.
1: Uh, it's uh, Columbus Day here, and it's a Canadian thing. Well, Columbus found Canada before he found—then he yes, worked his way yes. down here a month later into uh, November it took him until he found the to what became the United States. That's not a true story, but I say that every year. And <laughs> um, But anyways, yeah. But see yeah, the forecast Didn't for the Dakotas— Did he
2: land in Canada first, though? Am I, I have no idea.
1: No, because this was 1776. We're 1867. Oh, that's 1776. Yeah, you know, that's that's when the country was officially founded. Founded, right? Yeah. And Canada, 1867. But Columbus is back way back before that. In the 14s. Yeah, yeah. Right.
2: Anyways. All right. Let's get into sports. This is going nowhere.
1: Absolutely. But but back to my original point. Okay. Kind of weird, right? I mean, just yeah. three games on Saturdays or Sundays. So, anyways, but Doc's gonna, Doc's gonna uh, grab those tickets, and we're gonna put some uh, fans. Uh, at uh, Carver in the uh, winter months, coming and up.
2: we have our winner for Penn State. He's got the tickets. Yes, he does. Be Jeffrey in the Building, Jeffrey Potoff, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think that sounds right. So again,
1: if you if you want an opportunity to win tickets to Purdue, we've only got one more set of football tickets left. That will be the Minnesota game uh, coming up uh, in November. But uh, again, kxan. dot com. Click the contest tab. Total points scored this weekend, Penn State, Iowa, closest without going over. Everybody went over last week, so we went to the tiebreaker, was total passing yards by the Hawks, which is this week's tiebreaker as well.
2: So, whether this weekend, if it is cold and blustery and windy in Kinnick Stadium... and What have you heard? Is that the forecast? Uh, high of 50. I think winds Ooh, I saw 15-18. So, 15 night to game maybe in the 40s by yeah. then? Let me look. Advantage Iowa? I Would don't know.
1: You, Do you think it is? I... Don't really know. I mean, the wind blows in Pennsylvania. It's snow. It it's nasty does, there. Yeah. Uh, Saturday high fifty five, low of thirty three. My God, how about Friday night forty four for a high? Are you telling me I can't wear shorts? No, you can't. Come well, on, you can. But people will point. Well, laugh. I'll,
2: I'll, <laughs> that happens every day, regardless. But wearing shorts are not, to I got a little insulation here, <laughs> and I'll have some beverages. So, so when, the veins. what time are you going up for the game? Uh, we can get into our lot at eleven. So you'll be there at eleven. There at eleven. Mm-hmm. Has, has somebody got
1: a a dish attached to their yep. co- perfect. You're in good yes, shape.
2: Yep. My uh, buddy McCabe has got that set up, uh-huh. so he'll be ready to roll there. We have our annual tournament, as we uh, do once a year, called Floyd a Boner, named after our roommate mm-hmm. back of the day. So and, and what kind of ter- what kind of uh, well, we sporting event is this? Bags. Entire. Okay. Beanbag game. Yeah. By the way, ball.
1: has ESPN run out of? Um,
2: program that's on tv now oh yeah all the time and and i get enthralled this is a big money sport yes you know the other have you ever seen that other game where it's like a mini trampoline in the middle no 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 No, none of these things ever pull you in none
1: none whatsoever
2: there's nothing going on you're flipping well you go to this i'm gonna gonna go back and
1: i've got for sure i've got something taped i've got lions eating wildebeests Oh, yes. Or or something yes. like. I
2: forget. You love that stuff. Too. I do
1: like that. So I've got some kind of nature show. Uh, so you never away. get pulled into the no. random sports. No, I don't. No. The gamers. Some some outfit just signed their first gamer today. Oh really? Yeah. What's what's the agent that's also a rapper?
2: Master P? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know the answer. But um, This segment really going over the tips of our skis well, a lot of Well, certainly mine, areas. man. I mean, I th- would think that you would. You're 30s. I'm 60. Not for much longer. I am on the last half of my 30s here, last half of the final year. No. Come talk to me when you're 39. Then you'll be close to i I'm 39. 40. You are 39. Yeah, I'll be 40 in April. It is coming to a close. Really? I'll be a man. I'll be 40. You you will be. Just like like Gundy Gundy, was. Indeed. All right. So, how do you see these games tonight? Let's, let's,
1: let's, right. Let's get back to what we do better. Uh I didn't say well. I said better (laughs) um, than trying to uh, put history out there. Um, Can the road team, can either of these roadies win? And how about this, Lilith? What if I told you, Trent Condon, that the Astros and the Dodgers, who had the best record in their respective divisions, would be pushed? To a
2: fifth game in their first series. See, I would have bought it with the Nationals because of not only what they have with Scherzer and mm-hmm. Strasburg and Corbin, but they also got some juice in that lineup. But you would have told me Tampa.
1: I know that would do is, this against. What's
2: that bullpen did yesterday? And they're going to piece it together again tomorrow. I I would not have believed that though. Even though I took a shot at Tampa to. Win the American you League. You did, and what you get thirty to one or something? Yeah, right in that range. It got a great number of what? But week before the end of the season, oh, I think you, it was. the
1: Tampa was not in
2: the playoffs. No, no, they were still fighting with Cleveland uh, for one of those final spots. But yeah, got that, and I, I still don't feel confident by any means. The Nationals, though, I could buy that. I could buy that. Just short series, great pitching staff, not a great bullpen, but the, the starters that mm-hmm. they have. Do you know what the Cardinals are favored today, on the road? What? Yeah, the Cards are the faves. With Flaherty. With, See, that's what we were talking about with Brian
1: uh, Brian Walton. I don't think Fulton a, which can do this back-to-back I, games. I wouldn't think That's so. what I would be betting against. I'm convinced Jack Flaherty can. Um, I'm, a, I'm a Flaherty guy and have been for the last three years. I thought he was the heir apparent to Wainwright, and I said as much to Walton, and he wasn't buying in. <laughs> then last year he started to come around a little bit. This year he's all in. Um I think he can repeat what he did. Cause look at, he, he got beaten game three. Fulton Awich beat him. Yeah. And this wasn't a fluke. He Fulton Awich struck out seven, gave up three hits, didn't allow a run. Meanwhile, uh, Flaherty gave up three, uh, runs, all of them earned. Duvall with the big blow late in that baseball game. This is a four o'clock first pitch. Again, no KX and no, uh, the Fanatics are off today, uh, as we carry the game. Uh, no Fanatics today. They'll be back tomorrow, but, um, this is the last air quote. It's not day. It's it's late. It's late afternoon. Right. But yeah. you get my point.
2: You know, I I really think we're going to see certainly more runs than we saw in game two, when newich was incredible. I kind of like the first five over It's three and a half. I see the over, over those under, two. Yeah, is nerves a little bit? A little bit. Yeah, squeak a couple across, push something through, and again with the click quick hook. You never know who's going to be coming out of that bullpen. You know, we've seen Freed be incredibly good yeah. for the Braves, but one pop he, he followed up Fulton A, which is a winning game two. you see what ozuna and gold uh, goldie's uh, numbers have been here They're during crazy. the division series it's crazy. by it's the way like it was 15 Z- to 33 something like that, that or right? homers yeah uh, how,
1: how did um, how did ozuna win a gold glove <laughs> That's
2: a g- good question i don't know if it's that that ugly bright neon green arm sleeve that he has He's or an what adventure. they got to, here's
1: the thing about the cardinals they've
2: got some adventures yeah. uh defensively
1: i mean matt carpenter is a Oof. I don't know how you play him. Is the lineup, doesn't the lineup have to be out yet for the Cardinals? Oh, for four o'clock, I would think so. Well, it's five o'clock. It's five hours till game time, less than five hours, if not really close. Right. Because are they going to make a change? She'll make a change at the top of that line. Dexter Fowler can't get on base. Colton Wong has not been much better offensively. Now, both of these guys you want to. Defensively, I don't. Know, Fowler wasn't the same guy as he was with the Cubs um, defensively, anyways. But I don't know. I, I'm fingers crossed. I, I'm pulling for this Cardinal team. Fun story.
2: Got the Braves lineup. They are out. Okuna, Elbies, Freeman, Donaldson, Markakis, Duvall, McCann, Swanson, and Fults at the back end of that. So it's the exact same lineup from game they two, have, exactly. But I had nothing yet on the cards. Plenty of anticipation and people putting out what they believe is going to happen here, but don't play Carpenter. Keep him on the bench. I would. Ben- bench I would. bat. Yeah, I would. I mean, he's an adventure at third base. How about DeYoung, he hasn't been very good either. No, there's He's been due. some.
1: There's been some. Uh, good point. All right, let's take a break. Perhaps Gary Ryma on the other side. Uh, Gary did not get back and confirm, but wanted this has been a great, good opportunity because Cappy's off today. As he observes Yom Kippur, he will join the program tomorrow. I believe right at eleven o'clock is where we're going to squeeze Cappy in because do, we got to do Halstead tomorrow. We got likewise with Morehouse tomorrow. Uh, Stephen M. Sipple and uh, Lee Sterling. Part of a busy Thursday. So, Cappy observing Yom Kippur reached out to Gary Ryma. You know, his, his grandson's uh, in the transfer portal.
2: Yeah, I found that very interesting. Saw the report from Colbert over uh, with the Cedar Rapids Gazette and mentioning that you can get it, right? You understand it. He's a talented kid. Yep, yeah. He's played four games, and this is it. If he's going to, you
1: know, what, get off the pot, he's got to do it now.
2: And this is one of those things the unintended consequences of different rules that come in that come into play. Look what's happening with Rutgers. Both yeah. uh, Sikowski, the quarterback, no. and what Blackshear, uh, right? I, yeah, and
1: McLean. Uh, uh, he uh, Carter quit. He had the left-handed quarterback from Texas Tech. He gave up football yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, injuries. Uh, Derek King in Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's packed his season in. He wants to come back for another year. Right, so.
2: and and it can be for coming back and maintaining that redshirt status for your team, or
1: doing the uh, transfer, he going has a in, glad transfer. and
2: that's uh, that's what we're gonna see out of young Jalen Rima Wonder if he'll get a sniff from the local big boys here in the state. Think guy when Iowa State to be interested. I, well,
1: I'd hope to pick his granddad's brain on that one. We'll try. Do you think
2: it's awkward for Gary? It's got to
1: be a little bit. Yeah, but at the same time, what a thrill getting to do play-by-play of your grandson's games for three years. He right? had that
2: punt return in his freshman yes. year, and we we talked to Gary. I afterwards, remember that. Yes, and just you could tell. Cloud nine. Oh, I can't imagine. Can't imagine yeah. something like that.
1: That was that was a pretty cool moment yeah. for him. And also because they play the Bison this week, and uh, give the uh,
2: Panthers a little bit of love. Which... And they played well at times. They beat them. They're one of the few teams that have mm-hmm. actually beat him them during this. And stretch. if not beat them, push them. They had that one game. Remember when Farley? Was well, son... playoff not too long ago that they pushed? They them did. Too, right? Yeah, blew out his knee though. I'll yes, up they had I do. them beat in that game yes. and just fell apart after Young Farley went down. They played well. Their defense is really good. I don't know if they have enough offense to keep up and especially in the Fargo Dome. Well they oh you're talking about the Panthers yeah, keep up. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Do um, I haven't seen North Dakota State this year, but of course they went from Carson Wentz to Easton Stick. Mm-hmm. Did
2: Easton Stick stick in the NFL? I don't know if he made a if roster, if he's on a practice squad. I would think he's on a practice squad somewhere. Yeah,
1: he was drafted. I'm pretty sure he yeah. was drafted. Anyways, we'll take a time out. Perhaps Gary Rahman, if not, it'll be Trent and I. We do know that Bill Bender's going to join the show in 22 minutes or thereabouts, 1140 when we get to Bill. Uh, if you want to win some tickets to see uh, Purdue versus Iowa, com. click the podcast link. Uh, give us the total score this week's Penn State versus Iowa. If you're closest without going over, you will win the Ducats. But Trent,
2: that's not the only contest. We're going to give away some money. Hopefully. It's time to put
1: $1,000. Well, anywhere, but you can put it in your bowl bankroll because it looks as though both of the schools will be going bowling. We ask you to text the keyword FREEZE. Freeze to 200, 200 right now. That's freeze, 200, 200. Uh, your opportunity to win $1,000. You'll
0: get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest.
1: We will come back, Miller and Condon, as we take you up until noon. Bill Bender still to go. Uh, now, that's not fair, Hawks 101. Did you see the. Uh, <laughs> when, the what do you call it? A gift that he put out regarding this last segment we just did? You've seen the, the old train. It's crossing the bridge, and the bridge collapses. <laughs>
2: that guy's a funny guy. He does a good job on Twitter. Maybe not our strongest No, segment.
1: this won't be going on any audition tapes. Well, no. those days are past me, but maybe you. Yeah, hopefully not guessing for me. This I'm morning. happy here. Good. I'm glad you are, because I'm happy with you being happy. Well, uh, look at us. Uh, we'll come back uh, as we uh, take you up until noon on 1460.
0: Oh. Keep up with KXNO on Twitter and Facebook. Go to KXNO.com to learn more from 1460
1: KXNO. All right, welcome back, Millery Condon. Here until noon, it's Des Moines Sports Station. 1460K X and O, Murphy and Andy at two. No fanatics today. Cardinal Baseball game five, four oh two. First pitch. KXNO will carry the Cardinals in the decisive game number five uh, of this series. This will be the final day that the boys get knocked off the air as everything will be at night going forward. And uh, as Trent mentioned, uh, the championship series begin on Friday. NL Friday, AL uh, game one on Saturday. Uh, Trent, I was uh, we mentioned earlier in the show the prime timers this week. Now, Mm -hmm. Monday's good. Monday's Detroit at Green Bay. And that moves my needle. I'm assuming it does yours, too, because you're a fan of the Bears and that NFC North. And these are two teams that reside there. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Sunday night is mm, Steelers at Chargers. But here's the rest of the Sunday night schedule. Boy, they do a good job identifying what they think will be good matchups. Because the schedule comes out, what, second week of April, usually the week before the draft, somewhere in that area. And just going forward, because we only have a short segment here, let's take a quick look at these. So this week's Steelers the Chargers. I'm guessing if they could get out of this, when they would. Uh, this seems like I mean, means too late to do now. But Eagles Cowboys, followed by Packers Chiefs. Yes. Patriots Ravens. Okay. I mean Ravens are on top of their mm-hmm. division. Vikings Cowboys mm-hmm. in. Rams at Bears. Good. I mean, I beg your pardon. Bears at Rams, still in, still good. Seahawks Eagles. That's good. Uh, the Thursday Thanksgiving night game, Saints Falcons, which they can't flex out of Can because out of, of that, precisely. But that's so not the shiniest game. But, but you got the Saints in there. You got the Saints in there, and by then you'll be well, at least I will be. <laughs> I don't even know who's playing. Um, <laughs> you get after on Thanksgiving. I, huh? It's my favorite day of the year. That's American one of the days you get into the sauce oh. a little early. Early uh, Beaujolais Nouveau, about 7.30 in the morning, then into the uh, Bloody Marys. and oy, 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 I'm too old for that. i got to grow up. <laughs>
2: well, you do it once a
1: year. I do it more than that. Oh, okay, that's okay. the one day of the year I let on. Um, <laughs> Patriots-Texans. Not bad. Not awful. Seahawks-Rams. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. That series has been unbelievable. Vikings-Chargers. Flex. Okay. Yeah, that's probably the one, right? By then,
2: but if they get through that long without flexing, and into that's anything, the next to last
1: week. Yeah, that's week fifteen because I don't think week seventeen. They don't uh, identify who they're going to put at night,
2: and sometimes they don't. And sometimes they, they don't, like right. last year. Yes. And I think this has happened twice over the last has. eight years where. There was nothing that was relevant enough where it was just a win and get in. If
1: there's a playoff implication for sure that they don't have to depend on a early kick mm-hmm. or or late afternoon kick, they're they're going to blow off Sunday night football in week 17. But if there's one that matters, they do. Uh, so week 15, Vikings at Chargers, probably right, Trent. The Vikings will be running away with their division at that time. We think so. Huh? No, I don't. No. Uh, Chargers.
2: They getting a new quarterback. Maybe Easton Stick will be the fans. guy.
1: I think Vikings fans would sign for that. Although he looked good against the Giants. I know. I know. Come Eagles talk to me when he week. wins the game. Yeah, perfect. Um, Chargers are in third place. Raiders are, Raiders, you know, I don't know. Are you buying? I was buying since uh, Hard Knocks. Remember that? Yes. But I yeah. buy the Hard Knocks team every, every year. year. And I tell you not to <laughs> right. every year. This you year, year maybe finally you got into it. Chiefs-Bears, Week 16. That's Chiefs at great. Bears. Very well could be oh, amazing. My.
2: Implications involved in that one.
1: So, Schedule Maker, who gives the best game of the week, apparently, allegedly, that's their task to Sunday Night Football and NBC. After paying all that money, whew, they got the right ones.
2: They do. They get the top choice. Now, the other side, we know ESPN and Monday Night Football does not get top no, choice. No,
1: and, and Steve Young Packers
2: pretty good this week.
1: Yeah, but Steve Young came out and ripped that. Did he you did. see that? Uh, what else? What, follow that one up because you're right. That's a great. That's a really they good. They get game. the
2: Patriots at the Jets. Though Darnold'll be back by that point. Yeah, still. The Jets are stinky. Dolphins at Steelers. Oh my. That's October 28th. Cowboys so and Giants. So there might be baseball that night, hopefully. Cowboys at Giants November Cowboys 4th. Cowboys at no. yeah, yeah, maybe not bad. Not bad. Seahawks at 49ers. And That's November That's 11th. That's the best one they've got so far. Chiefs at Chargers. Looked a lot better are, coming y- into the season. Still might be good. not
1: bad. Yeah, not
2: bad. Ravens at Rams. Okay, in. Monday Night Football, Seahawks hosting the Vikings. So what was Steve Young talking about? It's looking a lot better, certainly, than past years. That is for right. sure. No, those aren't, that's you not a Get through this week, and we're going to be all right on Monday night. Maybe that's where Mr. Monday night starts to heat up. Because uh, you don't like the games. You
1: only like them right. when they involve teams that uh, the are worth a darn. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, Bill Bender's a uh, terrific experience. addition to the program. He will join us next. We'll go around college football with Sporting News' national college football correspondent. Bill Bender joins the program. Speaking of college football, if you want to win tickets to see Purdue versus Iowa a week from Saturday, kxno.com. Click on the contest tab. Give us the total points scored in this weekend's game, Penn State versus Iowa. We've got two tickets in Section 211. If you're closest without going over, if everybody goes over like they did last week, we'll go to the tiebreaker. If there's a couple of people that have the identical score and they are the closest, then we'll also go to the tiebreaker. This contest takes you about a minute to enter, and you can win tickets uh, to see Purdue versus Iowa homecoming. Miller and Condon continue. We take you up until noon on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460.
0: Hawkeyes, Cyclones, Panthers, and Bulldogs. Yeah, we got that covered. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 1460
1: KXNO. Alright, welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KX and O. Sean McDonough, Todd Blackledge, Holly Rowe, Kinnick Stadium, ABC, Saturday night.
2: They might not be called the A-team, but, but boy, they, they're good. a great team.
1: So where are Herbie and Fowler? Are they staying in the SEC?
2: Yeah, I think they're doing some ESPN yep, game. Yep. LSU. Is that 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock? Because uh, normally it's, it's a 6 late, o'clock. late, I
1: think, Trent. Let me... Uh, before we get to Bill Bender, I want to be accurate, 7 o'clock ESPN.
2: Yeah, normally that's yep. a 6 o'clock SEC ESPN game, but uh, move back an hour, good thing. Love it. Leading late into the evening. that thing going to be close in the fourth quarter? you be flipping over to that? No. I think LSU, Ooh. well, I hope it is. We'll see see. Iowa kicks at 644,
1: apparently. Chad likes to call from the register, tweeted that out. Bill Bender, Sporting News. He joins the program. Bill Trented, Ken, thank you for coming on, Bill Bender. What a week ahead of us in college football. Good to talk to you.
3: Yeah, it's a loaded week, and I'm going to be on my couch. You know what? Nice. He's giving me the weekend off because I'm turning 40 today, and I'm going to take full advantage by sitting on my couch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Uh, Good for you, Bill Bender, and happy birthday in advance uh, of that – Fortieth uh, birthday. Well, Bill, let's get into a couple of things. You know, what I want to start with you, and uh, you tweeted this yesterday. I couldn't agree with you more because I've been singing Urban Meyer's. The television analyst praises since I watched him the week before the season started when they uh, uh, Fox had their one-hour preview on college football. I sat back in my chair and went, "Oh my God, uh, this is really good." I'm not sure they're going to cut into game days numbers, but if they're ever going to, this is a pretty good team headed by Urban Meyer. Bill, I'm at the point. I hope he doesn't go back to coaching. I really don't. He's great on that format. He's terrific on those BTN five minute vignettes with him and DiNardo. Uh Urban Meyer was made for TV.
3: Yeah, I'm going to try to write this for next week. So don't tell anybody what you just said. Uh, oh, you <laughs> I can quote me. Agree. <laughs> he, he t- you can we can just repeat the same thing over next yeah. week. Uh, he's really good. He, his analysis is good. He's solid. He, he makes me want to watch. You know, he makes me want to learn something, that I think. Yeah, well, that's probably why he was such a good coach, um, and I think that's what I'm thinking too. I mean, why don't rush into coaching if you're this good? I mean, he's on the, you know, Tony Romo, and I think Tony Romo is awesome. Don't get me wrong; mm-hmm. he got a ton of attention. I think Urban Meyer should be getting more attention for how good he is in the studio.
1: Yeah, that's well put. I'm with you. Do you do you do, uh, do you watch the BTN vignettes with him and Donardo? Yeah, I watched the one last night
3: on the Michigan. Michigan, yeah. And you learn, like, I literally yes. learned a couple things. So, you know, I'm not one of those guys. You guys have known me long enough. I know some, I know enough scheme stuff to get by, but you always can learn more. Absolutely. Always. And it's not, you don't have to be one of those football nerds that talks down to people to do it. I, I just think there's always room to learn something else. And when I watch those, I do learn some things. And, and you can apply them when you write.
2: Certainly learned about that Michigan defense. Learned uh, last week what they did to Iowa that the Hawkeyes have. Some things to clean up with Penn State coming to town here this week. Bill, Phyllis in. A Penn State team that, I'll be honest, I'm still struggling to get a read on. Competition certainly playing a part here. How good in your mind is Penn State? We're going
3: to outside of that. Because they really have played a defense that can hit them in the face a little bit. I think it's going to be, you know... Similar to the game these these two played, I know you don't want to bring it up, but the one that they wanted the buzzer, essentially. It's going to be that kind of physical game where Iowa's probably going to do some things to frustrate them. And if you rewind back to that game, here's the one thing I think Penn State doesn't have that they've had. They don't have Barkley. They don't right. have Miles Sanders. Yeah, They need hit that guy in the running game to step up. They do have K.J. Hamler and some good weapons on the outside. But if Iowa keeps it in front of them like they did – Iowa's defense gave them a chance to win last week. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that Penn State's offense is that much better than Michigan's other than their play calling has been better, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, what's Kane was the running back, didn't he crack a hundo this past weekend? If I, if I go back to your piece that you wrote at Sporting, I'm pretty sure there was Kane that cracked a hundred. You're right. They don't have they don't have the the running game. Um, Bill, let's let's go around. Let's try and squeeze a few of these games in. Let's start early in the morning, eleven o'clock hour time, noon Eastern. Uh, let's go to uh, well, to the Cotton Bowl. I'm not sure Texas. I know that we've seen that the stats say that when Texas is a big dog, you take the points all day long. Oklahoma, I'm not sure they've played anybody really with a pulse yet, so this will be a good test. But I think Oklahoma's up to it, Bill. What about you?
3: I do, but I'm still taking the points just because I know the last five in, the, in that building have been decided by an average of five, and they're going to go back and forth, and Sam Ellinger's got pretty darn good numbers in the, in the Red River rivalry. So I'm still going to take the points, but I'm still going to take Oklahoma to win. Um, if they lose... Uh, it really opens up some interesting playoff discussions that I wrote about last week. I think we talked about this where I think if you lose one, you're, not, you're just not guaranteed to get in. And I think there could be a one-loss pileup this year at the end of the road where mm-hmm. it's putting pressure on Clemson, Oklahoma, Ohio State to avoid those discussions. Ohio State knows what it's like to feel left out. I think this year could be a year where more than one do.
2: You know, speaking of those teams, as I mentioned with Penn State, still don't have a good feel. Alabama goes to AM this weekend, and I still have no feel at all for the Crimson Tide. They've lost a bunch defensively. They've given up points. They've had injuries there. Tua has been fine. but That if it,
1: receiving court, Trent.
2: If it was anybody else, though, than Alabama, I think there would certainly be a lot more questions at this point in the year. Could they be in trouble at all, though? Texas A&M has certainly been uneven this season. they going to walk in here and coast?
3: If, if Tua, if that's your definition of fine, what's good, Trent? <laughs> I mean, he's throwing.
2: Remember what he was last year at the beginning of the year? He was otherworldly. He hasn't been he's better. His
3: numbers are better this year <laughs> because the receivers are better, right? right yeah, they're they are. playing to their strength. They're, that's what I think is, is why you, we, I could say we too, why we don't have a feel on this is they're playing differently. They're just throwing. Yeah. They're playing like Big 12 teams. They're throwing to all those receivers, and their receivers are better than everybody else. I mean, Ruggs, uh, Judy, Waddle, uh, Devontae Smith scored five a couple weeks ago. They they can overwhelm you with that, and they're playing to their strengths. And I get what you're saying on defense, though, because that is telling Mond if he has this great out-of-the-world game, yeah, maybe A&M can hang. But I, I think Tua is playing awesome right now, and, I, I, and to the point where, like I've been telling my Bengals fans, Go ahead and keep tanking, because that's your guy. You, you need to take him.
1: Yeah, uh, you, you you mentioned you, you mentioned uh, Smith last, and he scored five touchdowns. I mean, think about that, Bill. Judy Ruggs Waddle. Oh, and Devontae Smith, and he scored five touchdowns. I mean, th- that that's just an embarrassment of riches at that position.
3: Well, it's like Oklahoma has two. Oklahoma has yeah. Rambo and Lamb. I was blown away by that stat yesterday. I was just kind of doing my weekly work. And, you know, those two combined are averaging like 25 yards a catch. Mm. Absurd for that level. for them. To, and Alabama has four of them. So I would make – I went back and looked, and I'm going to probably write about this too. You guys are just – why don't you guys come write my story? <laughs> you're, you're, you're creating a lot of work for me by going on this show. Um Miami, when they had Andre and Wayne and Moss, Andre was young. These guys are all producing now. And I think you can make the argument it's the greatest group of receivers ever at the college level. I don't know what they'll do at the NFL, but at the college level, it's getting to that point.
1: Yeah, it's not crazy to think. You know, we got a hell of a matchup, uh, 7 o'clock. We talked about that one where uh, Fowler and Herb Street are going to be. Of course, game day's there's Baton Rouge, it's under the lights, it's a 7 o'clock kick. It's got so much going for it, and it's got – you know, two really good teams, two unbeatens in Florida who's escaped. This Trask story is real good. You come across these seemingly, you know, once a year, maybe not at the level that he's playing at, especially at the school who's ranked in the top ten. You know, guy who waits his turn, uh, finally gets his opportunities, making the most of it. I'm not sure he'll ever play after the bull game uh, at, uh, at at any level again. In fact, I'm convinced that he won't. But Trask is a great story. And what Joe Burrow was doing at LSU, this ESPN late game on on Saturday, my God, Bill.
3: Huge, huge top ten showdown. Like uh, Both teams got a lot on the line. And, and you got to think, um, I, I, for me, I think it's about can Florida make it ugly enough to give themselves the chance in the fourth quarter. Now, these two have played close ones, too. And they're kind of in the same boat as Iowa is, except they're on the road, where they've got to make it muddy, they've got to get some picks, and uh, they've got to do things to frustrate Joe Burrow. And that LSU offense, which is scoring a 50 game, but LSU hasn't played anybody at this level. So other than Texas, but Texas didn't have an elite defense. Um, so I think it's going to be a fun game. I like LSU to win. Um, whether it's Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Sam Ellinger, there are some big time quarterbacks out there this weekend mm-hmm. that can make, and even Tua, um, that, that, that can make kind of that Heisman statement with these big stages this weekend.
2: It is going to be uh, just some separation certainly is going to happen here, and we're going to learn a lot more about teams. A couple of under-radar teams with home games that they should win, but you never know. How about Baylor and Minnesota? Baylor welcomes in Texas Tech. Red Raiders looked a lot better last week in Nebraska. Martinez is banged up. Spielman's banged up. These two teams, very well both of them, could be 8-0 when we get to November. Your thoughts on these under-the-radar teams, Baylor and Minnesota?
3: Yeah, I, I you know, I, I don't know which one I'm buying more. I, I think Baylor's done a good job of kind of doing something different than the Big 12. I looked at their scores, and I'm shocked at how well their defense is yep. playing. And holding teams to – you can have a good defense and still give up a lot of points in a Big 12 game. They're doing both. Um So I think, uh, you know, it's one of those deals is – Minnesota's got the schedule that I think they could be undefeated going into November, but they still have played the teams, right? We won't know until they play Iowa, Wisconsin, uh, even Nebraska, the heavy hitters in the Big Ten. So I think that's something to keep in mind with the Gophers. I might be inclined to buy Baylor a little more.
1: Hmm, Interesting. Bill Bender from the Sporting News. Bill, we'll get you out of here on this one. I'm going to stump you, Bill Bender. Uh, Who's the best team in the Pac-12?
3: I think it's Oregon. And I get it because it could be somebody else. Loss could be forgiven. And I was talking about that one-loss crowd. If Oregon runs to the table, they could be that team mm-hmm. that, that gets into the mix because they lost close to Auburn. They played well in that game. It's not like they got crushed. And it's on them to kind of wear that banner. I like what Arizona State and Utah is doing. I love Arizona State's story in general because I like Herm Edwards. Yeah. Anyway, but – um. Yeah, and I'll leave you guys with this. We got a, uh, we do those lists every week celebrating 150. I said, "Rudy's the greatest college football movie," and it's not close. And some of my, uh, and we did vote at one, but some of my coworkers were making the Rudy jokes that I really don't like.
1: Uh, I love the fact that Rudy's now the Colonel Sanders. I <laughs> think that's terrific. <Yeah. laughs> that, that's good. Um, you know, could could Utah win this thing, Bill? I'm still hanging my hat on the Utes. Can they win it? I mean, all they got to do is win the South. Right? So, I mean, if they get if they get to the top of the South and then they play, I don't know. Can they win?
3: Uh yeah, they can. I mean, I think Utah, Oregon could still be the end of the road for this conference. But you know, hey, this is the this is one the Pac-12 is like, for example, Washington is done, and it's not a big story this week. That's the difference right. between the big playing in the Big Ten and the Pac-12. Is if, if Michigan's done next week against Penn State or Iowa or Wisconsin, done, we hear about it a little more. And, and speaking of Wisconsin, I think they're going to get a test from Michigan mm. State this weekend. I think Spartans are going to hang with them.
1: Interesting. Well, uh, they's, nobody's hung with them so far. We shall see. Bill, as always, thank you, my friend. Uh, we will talk to you a week from today. Thanks, Bill Bender. We'll read you as we always do. At sportingnews.com. Take care, Bill.
3: Hey, You guys are best. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Bill Bender,
2: Sportingnews.com. Um, Take the locals out. What game are you? Is in gonna be college? The, is in college is going to be the best game of the weekend.
1: Oh, the best! Not the game I'm looking forward to the most. Right. The, the best game of the
2: weekend, because I don't think Florida LSU is going to be a good game.
1: I don't either, and I don't think Oklahoma Texas is because I think Oklahoma is going to whoop them. I know really? you don't. Yeah, I do. Whoop them. I do. Huh. And I picked Texas going back into July. I thought that yeah, this would be Texas' Yeah, that, that's year. why I'm so surprised. By well, Hertz has been so good.
2: Well, sure. Um, Against South Dakota, I mean, I know true. the Coyotes U- got some. Hey, dudes. UCLA too. Right? <laughs> 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 Didn't defend your point. Very well. <laughs>
1: that's the best you got, Miller. Oh. Um, you know what? If I could, if I could identify a game that I think is going to be close, come down that, to the wire. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it. Nebraska mini, yeah, but I mean that's like a touchdown spread. Texas Tech Baylor, yeah. Texas Tech coming off a nice win. Jet looked good. He usually yes. has one
2: good game and one clunker though. Right afterwards.
1: Um, Michigan State Wisconsin's got a chance to be close if everybody's right go. about this. There you go. Michigan State doesn't throw two bad ones back to back ever. Hmm. Um, I can see that
2: one. That one of the ones that you mentioned that has a bigger point spread. Yeah, I, I can buy into that.
1: It's a great weekend at college football, Trent. When it you and I. Night. It, it starts tonight. This yeah. isn't awful tonight. I no. know it's the belt, but you got the leader in the East versus the leader in the West, 4 and 1 versus 4 0. Oh. That's not awful. Even, What's the number on the game?
2: Uh, pick them. Is it? How point about flip. that? How about that? I'll be fired. Well, of course you will. Uh, got to be better in my baseball picks. Well, what are your picks for tonight? I am on the under. On the first five for the or over, excuse me. On the first five for the Cardinals and the Braves, three and a half is the number there. Uh, going over three and a half in the nightcap. I think I'm going to fire at the Nats. Are you? I think I'm going to take a shot uh-huh. there. Boy,
1: that pitching matchup.
2: Yes, incredibly good. And because of that, with the plus money, I think I'm going to jump aboard there. And I'm on Happy State. I'm on Happy State tonight in the college game. The undefeated, both teams can really score. I've, I've been looking well, at the Kenny totals. White
1: said that he thinks what's the number seventy one, and he thinks that uh, his number is ninety one. That these two teams crazy. they put a ton up to score a ton of points. Ken, that's what he said that uh, ten forty whatever it was right before eleven o'clock. He likes the over in this game. Tonight. Sold,
2: sold. I'll you're in. It. I'll play it.
1: Uh, KennyWhiteSports.com. Kenny joins us each and every Wednesday. We're grateful to get him. Uh, he's one of the uh, one of the best in the business.
2: What do you think you're going to see baseball wise tonight? You think cards get it done? I hope
1: so. Yeah. I do. I know a there's a lot of Braves fans there's around. There's both, because if you're thirty something, the Braves mm-hmm. in their heyday, yes. I mean, they only got the they only got the money once, but they got there every single year, mm-hmm. seemingly. Ah oh, boy, those teams were fun to watch. Those pitching staffs. Yeah. Oof. Can you imagine today's game with the uh with the strike box mm-hmm. when Maddox with or Maddox? Glavin or Glavin.
2: Because I mean six inches, twelve inches uh, strike. Or the other way, I mean, just the movement that he had on pitches and a guy wouldn't be set up in the right spot and it's actually a strike. Umps
1: love those two. Yes. They love those two. And look, they're both Hall of Famers. Why wouldn't you? Smoltz. Jeez. Hey, did you listen to, I mean, I know you did, um, A.J. Pruszynski and Joe Girardi, that, they're good. Like they that. did the game last night. I'm assuming they have tomorrow's, right? Uh, yeah, they would be in Houston for Tampa. It's uh, it's who Kenny Albert, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Girardi, and AJ for a couple of former catches catchers.
2: I thought they were really entertaining. You know, it's funny, I, and I, we've talked about this. I don't dial into commentators the way that you do. Mm-hmm. You hear so much more than I do. And maybe it's because well you got little ones well one little one running around the house so yeah, the one, you know, and one. the other one hollering in my arm right. at this point that plays a part certainly of it but I just don't get as dialed into that as you and then if I don't have the kids I got my phone well I was really
1: I was really encouraged that you knew that Rudy was Colonel Sanders because <laughs> commercials just you, you don't even pay no, attention
2: no to I'm that. I'm out at that point I got to get to Twitter I got things I got to try to come up with a good quip or reading something that I have saved on the phone so I. You do a better job of that than I do. You well, pick up a lot
1: more of the broadcast yeah, they, they, they were really entertaining yesterday. All right, uh, Murph and Andy today at 2. No fanatics again today. We've got Cardinal baseball. Trent and I have a busy show tomorrow. Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star in his regular spot. will preview Nebraska at Minnesota. Lee Sterling's going to come in here with his plays about 1045. Cappy uh, observing Yom Kippur today. We've got him tomorrow at 11. Then Alex Halstead on Iowa State, West Virginia. And Mark Morehouse on Penn State, Iowa, a busy Thursday show. Murph and Andy Two Cardinal Baseball at 4 morning rush tomorrow at 6 A.M. We're Miller and Condon. Thanks for being with us on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO.